That is the sound and the sights of legendary singer-songwriter Bruce Springsteen rocking Amelie Arena right now for tens of thousands of loyal fans. And for many fans, this show has been circled on the calendar for years. News Channel 8's Trevor Sohaki spoke to fans who came from across the world, truly, just to see the boss live at Amelie. The boss is back at Amelie Arena. Bruce Springsteen kicked off his 2023 E Street Band Tour to a packed house. For many of the fans here, it felt like a true homecoming after COVID. It's the greatest live rock and roll show in the history of live rock and roll. Fans of Bruce Springsteen will be the first to admit. And for me, this is kind of my religion. Maybe a little cultish, a little weird. Jeff Cohen said this is his 259th Springsteen show, putting the fan in fanatic. To see an artist that we haven't seen since Australia six years ago or North America for seven years ago, this is kind of like a, like, a, like a mark in a way that life has returned to normal and Arena Rock has come back. But Cohen was second in line for the pit to her. Because we love it. It's a buzz like nothing else in the world. It's like Christmas Eve for us. Being here now is like we're going to, you know, wake up Christmas morning and open the, all the boxes and the presents. Antoinette Switzer flew from Ireland for the tour. She started the line more than 24 hours before the show. Well, I've been everywhere to see Bruce. So the, I was at his very last show in Auckland, New Zealand um, in 2017 in February. So I was at the last East Street Band show. So I could not come to the first East Street Band show. Some fans have been following Springsteen since New Jersey. Just to be here the opening night, that's, that's priceless. Laura Gorman is originally from Asbury Park, where Springsteen got his start. Springsteen has been such a big part of life um, and just going to continue on as long as he does. So I'm a fan that's wherever he goes, I'm going to try and go. Over the next week, Springsteen will be stopping in Hollywood and Orlando. Right now, he's scheduled to do his world tour through July. In Tampa, Trevor Sahaki, 8 on your side. Is there anybody alive out there? Hey there, friends. I'm Lee McCormick. Welcome to Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast, episode 131, 2023 tour, night one, Tampa, Florida. The E Street Band is back. Bruce and the band kicked off their 2023 world tour on February 1st in Tampa, Florida. The first E Street Band show since 2017. Good friend Mitch Slater was there and joins me to give a recap and review. Thanks, as always, for listening and downloading the show from the website, TrampsLikeUsPod.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you found it. Stay in touch with us at the Facebook group page, Tramps Like Us, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. I don't know about you, but I've been pretty excited this week. It's great to have the band back on the road doing what they do best, rocking and rolling and whatnot. I hope to bring you a bunch of concert recap episodes this year as the tour rolls on down the road. I'll be seeing them next month in Milwaukee, 
That's going to be a ball. I'll be sure to give you my first-hand account of that. And if any one of you out there are going to be seeing the band, please come on the podcast and share your experience. Holler at me on the website or the Facebook group page. All right, let's go. Baby, no. 
Mitch Slater, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm in the beautiful sunshine for at least one more day here in Tampa, so uh, can't complain. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. You said you would on our uh, year-end episode there for 2022. We talked about you know getting tickets for the tour and the opening night, which was last night, and uh, you attended that show, and uh, you're going to come on the podcast and give us a little review, tell us about all the stuff that went down. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, it certainly... You know, listen, Every the, the whole city was, I mean, the, well, put it this way. We got on a flight in New Jersey, and the pilot came out and said, who here is born to run? And the whole plane went crazy. <laughs> and and he said, I'm getting you, you know, there were some flights canceled that day with weather. He says, he says uh, you got, you're going to see the boss. I'm getting you there. Um, and um, that was pretty funny. And, you know, we got down here. There's like kind of three hotels right next to the arena, and obviously all packed with Bruce fans and, it was, you know, it was it was a bit of a reunion. I mean, there, you know, certainly people that you, you just usually see at the shows, and uh, so that was a lot of fun to kind of reunite with people. The, the GA situation is being run uh, a la Europe, which is more of an honor system. Uh, they have these roll calls and everything. Um, my advice immediately to anyone that's going to the show is ignore it. The pit is small. If you are fortunate enough to have a GA ticket, you'll stand wherever you want. I w- I, there were 200 people that walked in before I walked in. Um, I went in through the E Street Lounge, and um, I was front and center. Wow, good stuff. I know the guy who is actually second in line is a guy from Toronto, Jeff Cohen. I don't know if you know uh, that guy. He's been to like 260 shows i think he runs the i'm sure if i saw him i'd know him, yeah. yeah he runs the horseshoe tavern up here and he was uh he was gloat he got second in line and he was like right there by the little walkout where the teleprompter was so uh, he was parked there all night <laughs> you know the way that the pit is a little further back i mean it's just like a little bit of an area um and then they built this thing in kind of the, the middle of the pit sort of mm-hmm. um that bruce walks up and there's a microphone there or he's holding his mic yeah. So um, uh, one of my friends who went in maybe two minutes before me uh, from California, Holly, she got to the usual spot and I was right next to her. And, um, you know, when I mean, I could have strummed the guitar. I mean, it was it, awesome. it, it, it was it was a great spot. So but honestly, it, you know, if you are fortunate enough to be there, I mean, it's up to you if you want to play, you know, show up at 7 p.m. Like everything you have, you have everybody. Maybe I think something like that probably works better. Europeans that maybe are a little more polite. Because I, I noticed that there was one guy trying to take over the whole thing, you know, a whole, like, I'm in charge. And and, and then he saw some of us lining up at the East Street Lounge, and he starts, you don't know me, if you don't know me from Adam, he's screaming at me, like, you're going to wait, you're going to wait. I'm like, what are you talking to me for? I'm, I'm not part of the tour. I have nothing to do with you. 
And I, 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 you know, I had to go to the police. Say, this guy, and then went, some woman came over to me, said, I know who you are, Mitch. This guy's been harassing women all day. And I, I, don't, I don't know who the guy was, um, you know, but um, it was, you know, I'm so glad I was not part of that mess. And yeah, just kind of went in. Anytime you so, get 15, 20,000 people together, you know, there's going to be a mess. There's going to be a bunch of yeah. idiots around, you know. Well, this, like, was just, this was a couple of hundred, you know, people that are always in the pit. And, and most are very well behaved, but you always get a couple of, you know, idiots. And one guy was, this guy was just a jerk. But, you know, who needs that nonsense? Yeah. And What time did you get down to the venue there? Well, my hotel's. I'm looking at the venue right now. I mean, my hotel is next to it. So, um, you know, I was in the area all day um, just to kind of get a sense of where Will Call was, which yeah. is what I needed. Um, and, uh, you know, most people were, were, you know, milling around by 3 o'clock. Um, there was no sound check. The sound check was the day before um, for about five hours, from what I heard. Was it? I was listening to uh, E Street Radio. Had that guy, uh, what's his name, Jim Rotolo or whatever. Yeah, he was broadcasting from the arena, and he said they were sound checking that day. He had Baba Booey was on too, and he said they. Yeah, I know. He said they sound checked for like two, three hours. He, they were poking their heads in the curtains and stuff like that. Oh, all right. Well, uh, my source, who's in the pretty good one, said they sound checked the day before. I mean, they sound checked a, a little bit, but they didn't do two or three hours. I don't know about Cause that. Because that's what they said. Anyway. they said. They were saying, like, wow, start of the tour, he's really sound checking. He's been in there for, like, two or three hours or something, they said. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Anyway, but, so uh, so finally getting into the venue, did you go right down to the pit, or did you grab a beer? Did you look at the merch stand? I walked in, and, and uh, you, know, they, it, you know, it's a hockey arena, pretty much, and um, the, the area where they had the lounge is just, is just a bar. So yeah, I grabbed a grabbed a beer and then you know walked in and and I'm walking in and who's walking in with me but Coach Pat Riley who was a regular, um, so he was there and then I saw Baba Bowie, um, then I saw Governor Christie. Uh, actually, that's not true. I did not see him. He was there, but he he was. Um, and you know, I walked into the pit. And there were already you know they only held the pit only holds 475 people. Um, versus around eleven or twelve hundred, mm-hmm. typically, and uh, like I said, there was plenty of room. And I walked back and forth, and um, the merch was okay. I mean, uh, you know, a friend of mine who was upstairs bought me a hat. Uh, actually, I'm not wearing it now, but it was a, a nice, you know, kind of a nice hat. But uh, you know, the poster's the same for every show. It's not. It's that picture that Danny Clinch released earlier in the day by the car um, or the uh, the merry-go-round or whatever thing no no it's the whole band it's the whole band. oh that one yeah yeah. Band. yeah with yeah, uh, i noticed with uh bruce springsteen wearing some nice uh, maroon doc martens did you notice that yeah <laughs> i've never yeah. seen bruce wearing docs that was kind of cool <laughs> yeah and and um you know danny was there in the pit pam springsteen was in the pit sam springsteen was in the pit uh, uh zimney was was with some video crew doing something so i'm not sure if he was just helping the people with the cameras or what. Um, and, um, you know, the excite- so I was there probably inside around maybe 6, 6.15, and, and uh, no, no music before. Really? Like, no, like, I mean, like, nothing memorable, nothing like, you know, you, oh, I love that song, I love that song. It was kind of like just some music, and, you know, nothing that you know, like, when you hear this song, the band's about to come out. Nothing right? to hype. Yeah, people weren't h- getting hyped up with the, the pre-music, I guess, or whatever, right? Somebody no, was, They no, got to do that. They no. got to make that experience kind of fun, right? I didn't I didn't notice that. I think that, 
that probably will lead into where I'm going to go with the trend of the show. But um, so uh, eight, eight o'clock on the button, the lights went out and it was, uh, you know, I, I, the emotion personally of, of, the, of them walking on stage, I don't know, there's a lot of great moments last night, but that, that, that was for me really got me. That really made me feel like, you know, it's going to be all right. You know, I mean, like I, I, I could literally feel, um, you know, uh, the blood in my vein, you know, so I was, it was really exciting. They came out and, um, Steven came out before Bruce and Steven, uh, you know, for those that don't know, lost a tremendous amount of weight in the last year. Oh, so skinny, um, man. He looks, yeah. he looks like he did in the seventies, you know? Yeah, yeah, he's 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 littler Stephen now. Yeah, um, <laughs> I thought but, he might like. I thought it might have been like too much weight loss and too little of a little time because twenty twenty two he didn't look like that. So I no, read an article. No, no. He, I read that he cut out sugar, but I don't know, man. Well, no, I hope he's not ill or anything like that. You know? No, he's. Oh, I can I can t- personally tell you he is not ill, and he and the diet was under uh, medical supervision. Um, so. Uh, you know, but yeah, he, he lost more than I thought uh, maybe necessary. But um, overall, you know, it certainly his fingers were fine because uh, I mean, the, the, his, his guitar playing was as great. He was so well rehearsed. Yeah. Um, we'll get into songs, but he was so well rehearsed. And, and he had a little Ukrainian uh, handkerchief on one of the guitars. Well, the, the strat, Ukrainian talking flag. about the strat, yeah, he had that strat, strat yeah. the Fender strat, which yeah. was painted like yeah. the whole guitar right. blue and yellow, yeah, which it was, was beautiful. Yeah, it, it was, was awesome. It yeah. was beautiful. So, yeah, you know, they all came out. And, you know, I, to be honest, if I'm being perfectly honest, some, someone I know sent me the set list at 1 o'clock. And I, unfortunately, it popped up and I saw it. Um, I didn't tell anybody I was with. Um, so... I knew that No Surrender was going to open the show. Um, that was a surprise. But, uh, Everybody was calling for yeah. ghosts. Everybody wants well, thought yeah, ghosts because that was what he was well, rehearsing, and it seemed so obvious. Eh? So, well, although although all three um, rehearsals at the Vogel started with No Surrender. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. I wonder why people didn't suggest that then. Yeah, um, I you know, so I kind of felt. I listen. I thought Ghost was the perfect opener. Um, but I think that, you know, my sense is Bruce says, let's just get right into it. Get the crowd going, start Max on the drums. Given that he's been away for so many years and given that, you know, he's not really promoting a new album, even though he's got three albums worth of material that he's never played live. It's kind of good to bust out, you know, a classic to get the crowd up. And then we're going to go into some of the newer songs, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was, it was, it was, it was very, it was very well done. And, um, uh, the place was the, the joint was jumping and and then uh, you went right into ghosts and uh, definite highlight of the night for me. Ghosts, right yeah. There. So let's yeah. go through the set list. We got no surrender. Ghosts mm-hmm. yeah. uh, goes into prove it all night. Yeah, but a comment on ghosts. Uh, you know, in this middle area, he came out. You know, at the at, at the penultimate part of the song. You know, at the end of the set, we leave no one alive, and he got down on one knee. And he just put his hand out to the crowd. It was beautiful the way he, he, he just delivered it, and and I thought that was a really that was a really nice touch. Um, and uh, and then right into prove it, and that was just and and bliss. That's Stephen was blistering on that. That was great. 
Yeah, there were, there were a lot of clips floating around last night. I got to thank a lot of the Bruce fans, especially you, Mitch. I know you were posting a lot yeah. of video last night. I was right yeah, there with you, I, checking all yeah. the moments, maybe like 30 seconds delay behind when you were posting this stuff. So it was great to kind of be there. I know there was a lot of people that were loving your posts, and there was a lot of other Bruce fans out there. A few people were streaming live. I ended up watching pretty much, you know, I would say 80% of the show just on Facebook know, Live, and, you know? <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get that the whole tour. And yeah. I, and now, listen, my, my attitude has always been if I'm – blessed enough or lucky enough i didn't expect to be where i was last night it was kind of a last minute thing and um if i'm lucky enough to be in a spot and i can shoot you know that kind of quality video i want to share with you know with 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 the fans as best as i can you know i don't in future shows the only thing i'll share will be a song i haven't heard yet (laughs) right yeah letter to you is up next he does that after prove it all night which is uh you know, a great song. Letter to You goes into the Promised Land. Uh, out in the street after that. Yeah, Promised Land was nice. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really, a lot of darkness there. It was great. Yeah, we haven't heard these songs in so long, right? Like people might right. say, "I'm sick of Promised Land. I'm sick of Prove It All Night." But you haven't heard it in seven years. So when you hear, you're not, you're not sick of one of these songs. When you hear you're these so songs, you're just like, "Oh man, I remember what I love about Springsteen and the E Street Band," right? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and then this is a cool double shot. Uh, Candy's room into Kitty's yeah. back, heavy shit. That, right? Oh man! I, 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 t- I was talking to a lot of people about that afterwards. That, that that was a really really cool idea. Candy's room into Kitty's back. That was really unusual. A pretty intense. And, uh, two was, intense songs, but yeah, a couple of yeah. chicks, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, really, you know, you know, listen, he's got you know big band up there, and got to give him something to do. And and uh, everybody got their spotlight, and um, and it was great. It was it was. Honestly, the best version of Kitty's Back I've seen maybe since the Hall of Fame, when E Street went to the Hall of Fame. They had a great one that night with, with Sanchez and Lopez, too. It was nice. really good. It was really good. Cool. Yeah, good the, horns, the horns had so much. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got to say, I was a little disappointed when I heard that he was bringing the, uh, the five-piece horn section and the four-piece background singers and the percussionists, because... You know, when they that's similar to the 2012 tour, the Wrecking Ball tour, where I thought, you know, there's way too many people on stage. Like, you know, I like the classic, like, 10-piece E Street band. Like, you know, the small version of the E Street band when there's, like, 10 people on stage, not 20. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, he was bringing them out on and off with songs. There were certain songs where, you know, it was just the core 10 guys on stage. And then they would bring the, the horn section and the background singers up to kind of augment some of the numbers, like Kitty's Back and that kind right. of stuff, right? Yeah. So one mo- moment I noticed, I don't know if you even noticed this, Mitch, it was from your video, you were filming, I think, the end of Kitty's Back, and they go right into Brilliant Disguise after that, right? And right. I think there's a moment where they just finished Kitty's Back, this epic, like, 10-minute, 12-minute jam or whatever, right? And, uh, you know, Bruce goes back to get get a sip of water there in his little station right. by, by Max's yep. drum riser, right. and at the same yep. time, Max is taking a drink. Because I guess right, the, I that. that was a big moment. And you see Bruce and Max kind of go, hey, cheers. And they kind of have a cheers, swig yeah. after the song, right? So I, I was did like, notice that. So I, I was like, that's that awesome. Great. That was pretty cool. I yeah. love that little moment, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they go, in a brilliant disguise after that, one of my favorite songs. Re- really, really great. Good really stuff. well done. Yeah. Patty, Patty was, you know, in good form. Really on key. Really, really got yourself. All right. Uh, we're about the middle of the set now. We get a couple of songs off the uh, the Soul Covers, Only the Strong Survive record. He does. Now, uh, let me point, before you go there, let me yeah. point something out. So we're in the middle of the set. Bruce has not said hello. Yeah, he, the, the start of the show, he says something like, hello, Tampa, and then he just they just get into it, right? Yeah, and that, that I mean, that, that if I, you know, and I'm, you know, 
Lee on this podcast will be picky when we have yeah. to, right? Yeah. But you know that that you know it's seven and a half years. The world's been through a lot. The guy's a grandpa. Um, you know, a lot has maybe, changed. These guys are all seventies now, right? A, a little conversation. I was sort of that. That surprised me. I mean, he clearly was um, on purpose, and I think he just wanted to get out there and play music. And and I have no problem with that. But because of the poetry that comes out of that guy's mouth, yeah. I'm like, really? Nothing? Little like you know? And Sam Springsteen was right over to the right of me. Like you know, I'm like that. He's definitely you know, he's a grandpa. You know, I'm a you know, whatever. I mean, I, I, I it, 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 listen, it didn't ruin the show. I'm just saying, it's just sort of like, oh, really? Okay. But, you know, which is, you know, like I said, it didn't ruin the show. And maybe, and this is part of my thinking, someone said this afterwards, is, you know, every show is going nugs net. So maybe they're, they're trying to, you know, keep the timing at a certain thing. and uh, I, I don't think he cares about that. Thing. I don't think he cares about that. They were doing that on the, the yeah. River Tour and some of those – Nugs shows were four hours long, right? That he was doing. So. Yeah, this might, well, well, no, the River Tour felt well very different than last night. But anyway, yeah, it was a decade ago almost, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. So we're getting two songs off the Soul Covers record. He does uh, "Night uh, Night Shift" and "Don't Play That Song." Right, "Night Shift" um, was a disaster. Really, eh? Yeah. Didn't work with the E Street Band. It, no, I, it's not that it didn't. It, it just—it's it too mellow work. for like the. It's too mellow it and soft, it, maybe. It, and it and it, I mean, it just didn't work. I, well, I just—I honestly, I felt it was a little off key. Not Bruce, but I felt the music was a little off key. Um, I don't like. There's certain instruments I wasn't hearing. I just—it just felt like so. Like I thought it was so great on Fallon, but I didn't understand. I, I felt like it just—it just. I don't know what happened. Hmm. I think the opposite about this next song, but Night Shift just didn't, I don't know. That is me. What can I tell you? Yeah, I, I would say this section of the show, he's probably going to swap out a, a few songs from that album, I think. I don't know if Night Shift's going to, or Don't Play That Song, is going to yeah. be, you know, pillars of this set list. He's probably going right. to use that section to kind of switch out some of these songs, I would think. Yeah. Well, Don't Play That Song was fantastic. That, to me, was a fun, you know... I mean, that's why it was the first single. I mean, I, I think it's it's just, I mean, every may, you may have favorites here and there, you know, what becomes a broken heart and pe- songs people know, but um, that was great. That was a lot of fun. That was like, I'm so, I mean, I figured he was going to do a double shot there, and I was glad that I just felt like that picked up the energy. I think the energy just like died on night shift yeah. and then woke up. Right. Yeah. Keeping that energy up, they go from two soul songs into one of the greatest E Street band soul song, which is uh, E Street Shuffle. How was that? Yeah, that that was good. That was really good. That, I mean, it's you know, not every night you get Kitties and E Street Shuffle in one night. Um, but I thought it it fit really well for the moment. Would it have been what I would want on the set list? No, but uh, I can think of a lot of other songs I'd like. But it fit well in the in the moment out of that song and it was great you know and it was definitely shorter it was a uh a shorter version of the street shuffle yeah i'm sure he wants to play that song because he's got that such a huge band right and he's got the percussion guy they can do the drum well, solo why. they got the horns they got you know right. the, the background singers gonna, oh no no East street shuffle is going to be in the show every night. yeah and, when, and on the wrecking ball tour when he had that similar band they were doing that a lot i think yeah. too on that tour right yeah 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 uh, we get a uh, song off Nebraska next. He does Johnny 99. I didn't see any clips of this. I assume it was the full band 
like it was fantastic. Roadhouse that, version of this. Honestly, I didn't I didn't clip because I was having too much. You're too, fun. You were I rocking took, too I hard. Took a break. <laughs> I took a, yeah. I mean, that, there were a couple songs I just took a break at, and um, I love jo- Johnny. I have no love Johnny ninety nine big yeah, that's time. A great one. So I loved it. I loved it. Great cast. Yeah.
get a couple of songs off of Letter to You here, uh, Last Man Standing yeah. and House of a Thousand Guitars. Last Man Standing, the story, you know, he told the story. But the Castiles, uh, the last the man in, his, in the band. That, right? was, that was a real, uh, honestly a really beautiful moment. I think I went live with most of that. And that was, that was really, really touching, beautiful, emotional. Um, I was with a few people who had lost family members, you know, in the last few years. And, and uh, it was a very emotional moment, I think. I, 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 th- I thought that was, yeah, that was, a, that was quite a moment. Next up was a big moment. I remember watching this on uh, somebody was streaming this live, and you know, Roy went into the intro on Backstreaks, and I almost lost oh it, God. man. That was heavy, yeah. man. You're just like, holy yeah. shit, Backstreaks, yeah. right? <laughs> I, I, I think I did some of it live, because, but I was, I was so excited. I mean, I, you know, again, I knew it was coming, but I was just, it, it was really, you know, Last Man Standing is a beautiful song. It's very emotional. And then it ends with piano. And, and then for Roy to just go with the piano right into the beginning of Backstreets was just elegant. It was elegant. It was terrific. House of, House of a Thousand Guitars you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. House of a Thousand Guitars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next we get uh, Because the Night, which is, uh, yeah. I guess, the Nils feature of the show, right? It's, He's always got one song where Nils is just going to tear the house down. And, you know, the outro got, solo yeah. on Because the Night is one. Yeah, it's got to be there. And Nils, you know, you know, doesn't spin 16 times, but he spins. And, and his, you know, Nils obviously hasn't lost. You know, all these, most of these guys have been playing, as you know. You, know, you saw Nils. Um, and uh, it was great. I mean, you know. Yeah, Neil Young's yeah, been keeping him in shape for the last uh, five years or so, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you have, you, you, have, you know. When, when you go to a show and you've seen many shows, you know, you have, you have your favorites and you're hoping and you're hoping. But, you know, when you're at a tour opener, especially, you have to just sort of figure, you know, this is what you're going to get. And um, and just and when it's seven years, I'm so grateful. Someone's saying, ah, because the night I said, I haven't heard it in seven years. I loved it. Absolutely. Good stuff. Next up, one of my all-time favorite Bruce Springsteen songs is uh, She's the One. Now, this was oh. super cool because I was watching uh, – person that was uh, live streaming this were they were behind the stage right, right. And my tickets I'm, I'm going to see the band on march 7th in milwaukee and my tickets right. are slightly behind the stage they're kind of at that five o'clock in that corner about 10 yeah. rows up and i kind of like that right i saw the stones in 99 and they were yeah. they were similar spot and i was oh, I, I, I was kind of like i was deterred that the, yeah i thought maybe those seats would be bad but Seeing the Stones back there was incredible because I could watch Keith yeah. and Charlie the whole night, right? So when she, right. this person is filming, uh, you know, right behind Max, so I was able right. to watch Max, and it was so cool. And when he's playing that little uh, uh, intro part on the uh, the floor tom for the first verse, I noticed he's got like a little towel on his floor tom to kind of give it yeah. that muted sound, a muffled sound. Yeah. And there was, I noticed a little flip there where he flips a towel on the ground for, for the second verse where he, when he comes in with the live toms. So I thought that was super cool to see that moment behind, you know, from behind. So I'm looking forward to seeing that vantage yeah, point on my yeah. show. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's good. I mean, I, I felt like the band didn't move that much. Um, I mean, there were a couple of areas, but in general, there was, you know, listen, I, I, I had... I've never been in the pit where at the end of the show my back's killing me. Oh my god! Last night, for like you know, I guess I'm seven years old or so. You know, yeah. I, 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 my back was—I mean, I could barely walk out of there. So I got some Advil and it was crazy. But you got to get band, some comfortable shoes. You got to get some docks like the boss. You know? No, I had I, I, shoes were good. You had I some was, good loafers. Position. <laughs> yeah, I just you know, 
I, I mean, I was, I probably, you know what? It's my own fault because I'm shooting a video. I wasn't moving. I, I, you know, I put the phone, I put the phone in my pocket. I'd be moving around more. Yeah, you got to so dance a little bit more. I, yeah. I felt, I felt an obligation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so she's the one who's heavy. The, the, the long outro where Bruce grabs the harp great, and just great, kicks great, ass great, at the end it. of that. Love. Yeah. What a great ending, right? They were killing it. I never it. get sick of she's the one. Oh, one of my favorites. next one of my least favorite Springsteen songs he does Wrecking Ball which I mean it's a good sing-along it's a good crowd song but I don't like it I don't like that I think that's a that's like cheesy lick I just you know it's not my it's not my song you know yeah I just you know I'm thinking like why you could have played Long Walk Home there instead like what why I just Wrecking Ball to me I was there the first time he played at Giant Stadium out of nowhere um and that was incredible. And he played at those, you know, last six nights at Giant Stadium before they knocked the stadium down. Um, and it was fun. And then, it, then it, it's like enough already. And, uh, but he loves it. And he thinks, I guess he, you know. I can, I can tell it's, it's another one of those songs that he's, he's like, oh, we've got the horn section. We've got to play that one, right? Yes, yeah. Last two songs of the kind of regular set. We have uh, The Rising into Badlands. <laughs> Pretty heavy double shot to close the set. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, and you and you knew even if you didn't have the set list, you knew Badlands was coming after the Rising because that's been standard. Um, yeah, that was great. Rising was great. Badlands was great. And you know, you know, the time was flying by. You know, it was like all of a sudden I'm looking and it's you know, it's almost ten o'clock. You know, in Badlands, and I'm like, where did the time go, boy? You know, it's like they were they were they, 21, almost, 21 songs, right? Twenty one songs so far in two hours. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's like. I don't know. I felt like there was like nobody had time to take a breath. It was it was it was it was pretty intense. Like um, 
you know, it was like a bar band that, that knew that had uh, they had another set coming later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then we go into the encore. Now, they didn't, the band didn't really leave the stage. I was watching this. They kind of come no, to the front. No, they they no. All, all 30 people line up across the front of the stage, right, and take a bow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then they just go back to their uh, their positions, and they, they kick it off with a burning train. Yeah, that, you know, if I'm, you know, going to give highlight of the night, that's uh, that's in that's a runner up for me. I mean, I wanted that song. I wanted that song since I heard the record. I love Burning Train. I love the vibe of it. I love it. It's just just everything about it is beautiful. Um, and I really loved how they started it, the encores with it. I thought that was great. I think you'd mentioned that maybe that would have been a good song to open the set with, but it works good as the the encore opener, right? Well, that's why Bruce is Bruce and I'm me. I think it worked better the way he did it. Right. Worked perfectly. All right, and then we get like five Uber Springsteen hits, right? Born to Run. Yeah, yeah. That was then. It was greatest hits. Yeah, greatest hits. Basically. The encore songs, Born to Run. Uh, Rosalita yeah. was fun. Uh, you know, you got you right. got Steve and uh, Bruce having some fun mugging on the mic like right. usual, right? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't have Jake with him down there. Yeah, it was just Stephen and Bruce doing that part. Last tour, he had Jake there. Um, but uh, yeah, that was yeah. Rose, Rosie was great. Rosie's always great. But yeah, you know, like you're going born to run Rosie and and glory days and dancing. I mean, you, you know, yeah. You gotta, you know, like you said, Bruce got to pretend like there's people that have never seen him, yep. and they got to hear the hits. They got to hear those, you know. And we'll get to the you know the obvious miss of the night in a minute. But you know, there are certain songs that you expect at every show, and he delivered every one except for one. Yeah, Glory Days, Dancing in the Dark, and I liked that he didn't bring a chick up to dance with him during Dancing in the Dark. I don't really like that part of the show. It really, really distracts me from the show, you know. And there will be no dancing, and he didn't. Let me tell you this: he had his hands down. He did not touch one hand. Yeah, they do Tenth Avenue freeze out after Dancing in the Dark, and he walks out to the he walks out to the 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 middle thing, right? And I noticed. The person who was filming behind the stage, I, I noticed this when he yeah. walks off the main stage and goes to that aisle thing. People had their arms out like high five kind of thing, right. and he was he was walking like uh, protecting right. himself exactly. like a boxer. He had his elbows out like don't touch me, don't touch me kind of thing, right? Yeah, no. Well, I can tell you the COVID protocol is is very very intense. Uh, people that are normally backstage aren't, um, and I know uh, they were tested. Um, in the morning, everyone, including bad members, is tested every morning, every day of the store. So, um, no, Bruce is not going to be, you know, touching people. And he's, that's why he's not going to take signs. Right, yeah, that's true. Could be germs on those yeah. signs, right? <laughs> uh, some of those people, it's very possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 10th Avenue Freeze Out kind of closes the show, the, the big East Street band. That's their kind of final moment. You know, you I'll, get give the- you, I'll give you a moment there. Um, I was with, uh, I mean, you know, I didn't go there with him, but, you know, I've gotten to know Jared Clemens a lot because he, he spends a lot of time in Asbury and he's got big men's brew and he's, and he actually be uh, warmed up for the B Street band at Hard Rock, uh, cafe the night before and he's jared is one of the sweetest guys he's a nice man oh, is that and clarence's so that's clarence's son that's clarence's son right that's and i son. guess jake would be his cousin right jake is his nephew yeah his cousin his right ne- his jake cousin, is clarence's yeah. nephew. Okay. and 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 he was telling me stories before the show of him and jake at shows and 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 they once they stole a beer and they were both drinking the beers and you know, he, he, you know, he's traveled. Jared's been all over the world. And, and uh, you know, I watched him when, you know, 
Clarence got his moment, and uh, you know, I looked at him. I didn't say anything, but I just looked at him, and I'm like, it's got to be tough. I'm sure as many times as it happens, it still has to be tough for him. Um, but uh, you know, he delivered 10th Avenue. He he got he got it out there. Good stuff. And then I think we both called the end of the show back yeah. uh, back in, in December when we were doing our end uh, year end review, where we predicted, you know, I'll see you in my dreams. Has got to close the show. And that's it what he did. To. And I, right. I, I really love the solo acoustic version, man. Just him by himself. And here he kind of spoke a little bit, said some stuff yes. to the crowd. And, you know, to deliver that song as the last moment of the show was awesome. I don't know if he's ever closed a show just by himself. Well, I'm sure he has. But like an Eastry band solo acoustic um, just by himself. Um, I don't know. Dream, if he's- dream Baby Dream, but he was on. He was on the, uh, you know, that that that, uh, that the, organ, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the harmonium, um, yeah. Harmonium, harmonium. But um, now I have to tell you, I mean, everyone around me is going, he's going to end with thunder. I'm like, okay, no, he's not. Um, and honestly, this is what, this is the way I wanted it to end. I think it is, it is just one of the most beautiful songs he wrote. And it's uh, very emotional and uh um, uh, I happened to be standing near a couple of first timers and uh, they were they were upset that it wasn't Thunder Road. But, you know, I said, listen, you know, you hang in there. He'll play it at some point. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come in. You know, I'm, there's going to be spots where he's going to switch out songs here and there and put yeah. stuff in. And, you know, he's got yeah. like another 50, 60 shows to do, you know, so uh, stuff's going to yeah. change and evolve. Yeah, they'll and- sound check. They'll sound check, you know, you know, and they'll they'll add in this and add in that. And I think. I don't think like between now and maybe the middle of March, you'll see more than maybe four or five differences. But you know, if we're if a year from now, if it's the the, uh, the uh, you know the, whatever the last leg is, and they're more out in California or whatever, um, uh, there'll be a lot. You know, I would think we get different. But you know, it was it was tight. It was a very tight show musically. Really, really great. I thought the acoustics. I like the acoustics in this arena. Were great. Um, I, I'd give the energy in the arena um, a B minus, um, which was disappointing considering half of New Jersey was there. Um, I, but, but you know, to be fair, when you're in the pit, you 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 you, you don't you can't get a sense of really every area. Yeah. Someone who told was in another area said, "Oh my God, the energy was the best ever." So, you know, it's I guess depends where you were. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, where I was, people jumping up and down like crazy. But um, uh, it was <laughs> like a, you're a teenager again. Really, you're acting like a teenager, yeah. Mitch, right? <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I, I said to my, my wife and my kids after the show, I said, you know how much joy each of you bring me. All right. All three of you. But this is number four for me. And this was the happiest moment that I have had forgetting all of you in a long time. And I just had a, you know, besides my back killing me, I just was, I was, you know, I was in Nirvana. That's awesome, you know? man. Yeah, it was beautiful. And I know I'm excited for you to see him in Milwaukee. Um, I know you're going to dig the show. Um, you know, they delivered it. You know, they musically, not a problem. Not, you know, I, other than Night Shift. That's really, I thought that was the only song that, in my opinion, fell on its face. Um, to be fair, and I will be fair, um, and I think we had this argument back in December. I never loved that song anyway. So some people, you know, some people loved it in the '80s. I, I didn't. Um, but it, that's not why I, I, I really loved it on Fallon. So I just didn't think. I think they got to rehearse it a little more or something. 
Yeah, moving in a set, moving in a different spot or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But happy crowd, you know, people, you know, everyone around here was, was Bruce. He, you know, the elevator, one of the elevators was broken at the hotel. There was a line forever to go anywhere. But one thing about Tampa is, though, like everything shuts down. I could, some of the bars and the hotels were shutting down at midnight. Like, are you kidding me? And I had to eat, I, had, I usually don't eat dinner before a show. I play it very safe. I couldn't get any food. I mean, I could have probably walked a mile and found something, but um, so apparently they told me, yeah, Tampa is not a very late night town. Like, hey. was it yeah, Friday exactly. or Saturday or something? Like that. Exactly. So I managed with the hotel president. All right, Mitch. Well, I'm so happy for you, and thank you so much thank for you. sharing that with us and uh, sharing your videos now, and your photos on on Facebook and all that stuff. We really appreciate it. Gives it. me it gives me the greatest joy in the world to be you know if I'm lucky, you know. I, I, I want to share it, and that's lots. You know, the one thing I can do is that. Um, and ironically, my friend who writes to the Asbury Park Press said they won't let him use my videos for copyright reasons. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Anyway, whatever. What do you got next? What show's coming up next for you? Ooh, I got a little break. Um, I, I I I think my next show is uh, middle of March. I'm not doing any more down here, mostly mostly because I feel like the shows are going to be pretty much the same. Um, today happens to be Groundhog Day, but I'm feeling it's going to be Groundhog Day for uh, a while. <laughs> um, so my next show is March 12th. Is it? Yeah, I think Mohegan Sun. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's either Mohegan Sun, and then I got Albany. And Philly, all in one week. Um, it's going to be heavy, man. And and Thursday night and Wednesday night, the fifteenth, the, the Carnegie Hall um, tribute to McCartney, which uh, Stephen still, uh, Stephen, I'm sorry, Graham Nash just signed on to, and Bruce is in town that week, and and you know Bruce showed up at his own tribute. McCartney, of course, will show up every time they do these Carnegie things. They've done it for Dylan. They've done it for Bruce. Um, the artist shows up and the covers are great. And I, I bought that. I literally bought those tickets a year ago. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't even know where I'm sitting. I don't care. So that should be fun. Good stuff, man. So, well, thanks yeah. again. And we'll definitely see you further on down the road. You got it, my friend. And uh, once again, we didn't get county fair. <laughs> You're saving that for the ballparks in the summer, man, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got it. You got it. Thanks. Cheers, thanks, Mitch. my friend. Always a pleasure. Take okay. Easy,
the show folks thanks for listening you can find us on our website at trampslikeuspod.com communicate with us on facebook at our tramps like us podcast group page tramps like us podcast is a non-profit audio fancy created by fans for fans and is available for free we are not affiliated with bruce springsteen or columbia sony records if you've heard any music you like please find it and purchase it from brucespringsteen.net amazon your local record store or wherever music is sold as always, gratitude and respect to Bruce Springsteen and all past and current members of the heart-stopping, pants-dropping, hard-rocking, booty-shaking, earthquaking, love-making, Viagra-taking, history-making, testifying, death-defying, legendary E Street Band.